Hello, my friends. Once again, welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional this morning. And let me read to us our text for today in Romans chapter 6, verse 12 to 14. How are you today? I hope that you and I have that ready heart to listen and consider the truth that we are going to read and learn today from the Word of God. Romans chapter 6, verse 12 to 14. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under the law, but under grace. The Apostle Paul charges us this morning through this chunk of verses that we are going to present our bodies, ourselves, as instruments for righteousness, as vessels or as channels for righteousness. Paul charges us to think of ourselves as dead to sin and alive to God so that sin will not reign anymore in our mortal bodies. In the same way that Christ is dead to sin, and alive to God, that should be our lives as well. Did he not tell us that the body of sin, quote-unquote, has been done away or destroyed in Romans 6, verse 6, and that we have been set free from sin by dying with Christ or identifying with the death of Christ when we trusted in him in Romans 6, verse 7. So in other words, we have this permanent position or status that we have in Christ. We died, buried, and resurrected in Christ. We have this identity in Christ. We have, we have this status of being righteous. But we do still sin, don't we? Why? The simple reason is that although we have been freed from the authority of sin over us, yet we have not lost the desire to sin. In short, sin still appeals to us because of the weakness of our flesh. We are still attached to this weak body, the flesh. But sin has been removed in all its authority over us. For the truly born-again believers, our sinful desires are not our authority anymore. Sin is not our boss anymore. So true Christians should choose, they should decide not to give in to the urges of sin. It means that he must decide because it must be an act of our choices. It must be an exercise of our will or volition. Unlike the unbeliever, the unbeliever are enslaved by sin so that there is no struggle to, to sin and even there is no desire to live godly into the Lord because that's the natural habitat for the sinners. Sinners love to sin. Sinners are have the propensity to sin, but we have the new nature now. Although we are in this flesh, we have a new nature 
through the presence of the Holy Spirit, give us life, this new life, wants us or desires to live godly for the Lord Jesus Christ. We are free in the Lord by position or status, but we have to practice it. If we are righteous in our standing, we must practice it daily. We have to live that we are righteous. We must present our bodies to God in order that our bodies will be used for righteousness. That's how Paul tells us in Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2, that he said there, I beseech to you, therefore, brethren, that by the mercies of God, you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So how can we do this? How can we practice righteousness? Firstly, we should appropriate it as God's people who have been brought from death to life by faith. So we have to appropriate this by faith. We should claim firstly that we have been actually and genuinely been brought from death to life. We should live up to the level that we are. Now, if we are in our position as righteous, God also will provide the strength for us, the power to live according to our label that we are righteous. So in other words, this righteousness is a daily choice that we have to make. It's a daily choice. We must strive to present our bodies, our members, or everything in us that we are not going to follow the urges of sin to do unrighteous things. So we struggle of following the Lord because of the weakness of our flesh. So for our new desires wants to or want to live for Christ, you know, this, this new desire that the Holy Spirit has prompted to us, this prompts us to live for God, to follow God, this love to obey the Lord. But our flesh is still weak and had an appeal to the things of this world, by the pleasures and the things of this world. So that's why this is, this is the conflict. Now, this conflict causes a struggle, and this is the evidence. If we are struggling, this is the evidence that we don't belong to this world anymore. It means that we are wanting to escape from the passions of this world in order to live for God. And this struggle will not end until the Lord Jesus Christ will take us home, until he's coming. So let me just picture this like a face. If a face is placed outside its own habitat, which is the water, it will be struggling. The fish will struggle. Why? Because it's not his habitat. It's not his, it's his natural um, place where he could survive or the fish could survive. In the same manner, if we are going to go into the water, we cannot survive. We are going to struggle. We need a scuba in order to breath there. But that just show 
or that just shows that we are in this world, but we are not of this world. That's why there is the struggle. Yes, let's not let's not feel that our struggles are not real, or it's it uh, that that this struggle will remove be removed. Now this struggle will continue. The tension of our lives to obey God will always be there because we are still in this weak place. But the good news is that Christ has conquered death through his death. And the Holy Spirit is in us to empower us in order to live the Christian life. We need just to yield to him day by day. So today, as I close this devotional, the message of God to us today is to yield our hearts, everything in our lives, to present our lives unto the Lord so that we will not follow the passions of the flesh. May God help us that we will not vacillate, but be wholehearted in our surrender and submission to the control of the Holy Spirit. As the, uh, the Apostle Paul also wrote in Romans chapter 13, verse 14, and put on the Lord Jesus Christ so that you are not gratifying the flesh. So the key here is our yieldedness to the control of the Holy Spirit. Let us surrender unto Him. Let's submit unto Him in order that He will be the one to control our hearts even today. Let us pray. Father, thank you that you have used the Apostle Paul to clarify this truth that we who are in Christ are freed from sin. Sin has no more dominion or authority over us. But help us to live for Christ, Lord. Help us to choose and decide for Him day by day, to surrender and submit to Him, Lord. Forgive us that many times we fail to appropriate this by surrendering and submitting ourselves to His control so that we are governed by the flesh. We succumb to the temptations of the flesh. Father, thank you that you can forgive us and cleanse us. Thank you that you can give us a new start and a new opportunity to serve you, Lord, to please you, even today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.